Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. So, if you own a piece of property, how much do you own below the surface? And how much do you own above the surface? Under English and then American common law, the answer to that question was thought to be down to the center of the earth and up to the periphery of the universe. However valid that answer might have been in colonial times, it sure is not valid today in the United States. Folks who live in states where mineral rights are separate from surface property rights and can, and often are, sold separately, know that property rights in the U.S. these days do not extend to the center of the earth, or in some places, even to six feet below the surface. But what about the distance above us? That is a very vexing question in the time of drones, or unmanned aerial vehicles as they're referred to legally. We'll just refer to them as drones here. Perhaps you put up a six-foot fence around your yard to ensure privacy. Or maybe you live at the end of a dirt road without another house within a quarter of a mile. In either case, you figure you can sunbathe or do pretty much anything else that's legal on your own property without busybodies watching you. Now suppose a drone flies over your backyard and maybe even hovers there while you or someone in your family is sunbathing. These days, pretty much any drone, even those used by hobbyists, have at least still cameras on them and most have video recording capability. Having one of them hover over your property is not such a great feeling to many folks. The July-August issue of the MIT Technology Review includes an article titled, quote, Under a Watchful Eye, end quote. The article is about satellite imagery. We'll get to that in a moment. But the principle applies to drones as well. That six-foot-high fence or trekking way out to the end of a dirt road is, practically speaking, no longer any protection of personal privacy. So, what can you do if one of those drones flies over, or even if the drone hovers and is clearly attempting to take pictures of you in your own backyard? Well, you could grab a shotgun and blow it out of the sky, as a fellow in Kentucky did a few years back. He was actually not convicted of damage to the drone by a court, since that court held he was protecting his privacy. But that outcome is, for better or worse, not at all a common one. And several other folks in other states have had to pay for a drone they destroyed, even if the drone was over their property. Wait a minute, you may say. I own this property and the airspace above it, and that drone was trespassing. In a common sense world, that might seem reasonable. But just how far above the surface of the land do you actually own? Surprisingly, there's a clear legal answer to that question in the United States, albeit from 1946. The Supreme Court in United States versus Cosby established that the owner of a piece of property owns the space up to 83 feet above the surface of that space. The court asserted that, quote, the common law doctrine that ownership of land extends to the periphery of the universe has no place in the modern world." End quote. As part of the court's justification for that finding, it observed, quote, 
the air above the minimum safe altitude of flight prescribed by the Civil Aeronautics Authority is a public highway and part of the public domain as declared by Congress in the Air Commerce Act of 1926 as amended by the Civil Aeronautics Act of 1938." End quote. How the court wound up with a specific distance of 83 feet is a bit Byzantine, and you can read that reasoning for yourself in the decision. There will be a link to it on the page for today's program at www.weru.org. In other words, if a drone is hovering below 83 feet above your property and you whack it, you might possibly have a legal argument, though it would probably be a very shaky one. Drones, by FAA regulation, have to fly below 400 feet. But there's a lot of distance between 83 feet and 400 feet, and taking a pot shot in that space is a lot less likely to be defensible legally. So, if drones, most with pretty sophisticated camera lenses, can fly above your property and clearly invade your privacy, what can you do about it? These days, unfortunately, not much. Hence the relevance of the title of the Technology Review article, quote, under a watchful eye. There is no federal law that protects our privacy from the air. California does have a law in place that specifically says that, quote, a person is liable for physical invasion of privacy when the person knowingly enters onto the land or into the airspace above the land of another person without permission in order to capture any type of visual image, sound recording, or other physical impression of the plaintiff, end quote. In this, like so many other things, California is a serious outlier. And then there are satellites, which from hundreds of miles above the Earth can identify a car in a driveway. In the U.S., those satellites are prohibited from using a resolution sufficient to read the make or license of the car at the moment. But that technology does exist, and commercial companies in other countries are using it. So, we worry, and rightly so, about the effects of technology on us as autonomous human beings when we realize that we're being watched from above much of the time. Not only by governments, but by commercial companies, and with the advent of private and personal drones, by people in our own towns and neighborhoods. This is a very big dilemma, and one which is very far from being resolved. So we'll keep on keeping it on camera, so to speak, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.